this okay, one and uh, jump in. <coughs> Excuse me, anytime you want to. Okay. Okay. okay? Sounds good. Okay. So let's go for it. Um, bit of technical issues okay all right you guys ready ready yes. okay good morning this is Aaron Orlando reporting uh, live via webcast from uh, Revelstoke uh, for RevelstokeMountaineer.com. For those of you tuning in for just the first few seconds, I really want you to stick with us today because uh, we have a really exciting event uh, going on tonight uh, at the Revelstoke Performing Arts Center um, at seven o'clock. The uh, documentary film, Italian documentary film, Revelstoke: A Kiss in the Wind, is making its premiere tonight. Um, I've had the privilege of uh, having a screen, advanced screening copy of this documentary and it's really fantastic, it's really great, it's, uh, you're in for a really big treat um, and even a bigger treat uh, for me today is uh, the director and producer of the film are all the way here from Italy to have a chat about what's going on tonight. Um, Director Nicola Maruzzi is over, uh, is right here next to me, and Leonardo Baraldi, who is the producer, is uh, is uh, on the right. Thank you very much for coming to join me. Thanks for having us here today, Aaron. Thank you very yeah. much. It's a pleasure. Yeah, thank you, and and welcome back to Revelstoke too. Yeah, because it's been already the third. This is the fourth time actually we are in Revelstoke, yeah. and you know, like many, maybe five years ago, we would have never thought about coming so often in your beautiful town. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, the, the documentary, as you have seen, is, uh, is about this connection between Italy and uh, uh, Canada, and in particular, your, your town. Uh, because th that's the town where my great-grandfather is buried. And, uh, and in my family, this great-grandfather called Angelo was, has always been a mystery. Uh, because mm -hmm. we knew he died. Uh, we knew he died in Revelstoke. Mm -hmm. My grandmother used to spell Revelstoke with the CK final, <laughs> okay, <laughs> because uh, it was uh, such a you know we didn't have other information, and uh, and then uh, uh, in late 2012 yeah. um, we, we we find that this bunch of letters in the in the in the closet of my great of my grandmother, and uh, we start reading these letters and we realize that these are the letters that were written by Angelo to his wife. Anna back uh, in Italy mm -hmm. and in these letters we start understanding better what's the mystery behind uh, his, uh, his parting to, to Canada and behind his death. Mm -hmm. So one day, uh, you know, this has always been uh, full of uh, uh, incredible things happening and uh, one day... Oh. You I'm sorry. We had a technical problem. Okay. It it was not going live. I just realized that. Oh, no My problem. apologies. Okay, no Something problem. just no happened there. We are back now live. Actually, I've just pressed go live now. Okay. Sorry for the technical <laughs> error. Um, this is Aaron Orlando reporting for RevelstokeMountaineer.com. Uh, we have a real treat uh, this morning. For those of you who are tuning in for just the few first little bit to see what we're talking about tonight at the Revelstoke Performing Arts Center, uh, we're showing Revelstoke: A Kiss in the Wind, uh, which is an Italian uh, documentary documentary um, and uh, it's it's absolutely fantastic I've had the opportunity to see an advanced copy of this uh, of, of the documentary and I can I can promise you it's really well worth it it's really really well done and an even bigger treat for me today um, is I have the director and the producer of the film uh, joining me all the way from Italy for the screening tonight 
uh, Nicola Maruzzi is the director for it, Leonardo um, uh, Baraldi, sorry, uh, is the producer. Thank you so much for coming to visit me, uh, visit us, talk to us here today, and welcome back to Revelstoke. Thank you very much yeah. for inviting us. Sorry, we're just running this through the second time. We just had a little technical glitch there. So, uh, yeah, so um, this is an absolutely fantastic documentary. I highly recommend it. I've had a chance to see an advanced copy. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's got uh, amazing uh, archival footage work. It tells uh, a story of Revelstoke, a very lyrical story of a person's involvement. It features several local people in the uh, documentary. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, Revelstoke loves to, to go see itself. We don't get very many films here. We're not like Vancouver where they film a film and everyone's like, I get out of my neighborhood. Everyone comes down and wants to see what's uh, happening here. So uh, Nicola and Leonardo, thank you for joining me. This is great. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. So A Kiss in the Wind, uh, what is the connection between uh, Revelstoke and your family back in Italy? How did this come about? Well, uh, it all started in late 2012. Mm -hmm. um, when we found this bunch of letters in my grandmother's closet and uh, we realized that those were the letters that my great-grandfather Angelo who came in uh, BC in, in 1913 uh, wrote to his wife back in Italy and uh, we knew that this, uh, this uh, great-grandfather he died when he was here uh, probably we just knew some very blurry information mm -hmm. about him dying in a, in a tunnel mm -hmm. someone said that he was dying he had been uh, killed in an explosion, but we really mm -hmm. didn't know anything about it. So it was a big mystery in our family. And uh, right after finding out these letters, I received a telephone call of, uh, from Leonardo, which we, mm -hmm. we, we, we met in uh, university. He, he did uh, a lot of work in cinema, and I was working as a director and editor. So um, this was like a very incredible coincidence. Mm -hmm. uh, he was trying to find stories to film in Canada because he wanted to make products that were, were, you know, available in Italy and Canada for co-productions. Mm -hmm. So maybe you want to <laughs> add something to what happened next? Yes, it was, it was a great coincidence because I, I called Nicola. Uh, it was uh, kind of a lot of time we, we didn't uh, get in contact. And I was just asking me, as I was asking to many authors, many directors at that time, do you have a story that connects Italy and Canada? Because I really want to go to produce there something, maybe with a Canadian producer. And uh, Nicola just told me, you know, uh, like 15 days ago, I found these letters. Do you think they could be a good subject for a documentary? Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm thinking about it and I said, well, it's perfect. That's really the story I was searching for, you know. And so from that moment, the, the adventure started and, uh, and it lasted three years from the very moment we had that call. Mm -hmm. to the moment that uh, the, the documentary was released. Mm -hmm. and, and speaking of the letters, the, the love letters to home, which is where the, the, uh, the title Kiss in the Wind comes from, it's in one of the, the finals letters. Um, uh, uh, he immigrated uh, here, uh, his wife and uh, daughter were still back in Italy and he'd be writing letters home, uh, 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 love letters, and uh, you know this is used as a narrative device in the film, uh, his, his letters home. Uh, interspersed with archival footage uh, from uh, uh, the the period in BC, in, which was uh, you know hard times, uh, uh, and uh, uh, here locally the Connaught Tunnel was under construction, Same. and uh, people were doing really uh, dirty, dark, dangerous work. Uh, and uh, performing arts center. I just want to ask you a little bit more about your background. This this. Uh, documentary uh, got funding from Indiegogo um, we got okay it all started uh, with uh, you know we, we 
we needed something that was quick because we wanted to start shooting very quick. Yeah. So the option of the crowdfunding was yeah. the first one, and we uh, we we made a page on mm -hmm. Indiegogo, and uh, in maybe one month and a half it yeah. was we were able to raise the first part of the budget that was like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. And uh, after that, uh, other things came. We we had financement from other major institutions like the Italian Ministry of Culture and um, the region of Lazio, which is the region of Rome. Okay. We, we come from Rome. Okay. And, uh, you know, other pieces of the mosaic and uh, that allowed us to produce it and post-produce it because post-production took a long time. And, you know, mm -hmm. we, we really wanted to make it uh, also visually appealing. Uh, that's why we shot with a small crew, but with cinema cameras. Mm -hmm. uh, we just shot with one camera. Mm -hmm. uh, plus, you know, you have the camera of Irene, yeah. which is a very low level uh, 5D Canon yeah. that helps giving a sensation of presence uh, of here and now during mm -hmm. the scene. But most of the shots are made with a red camera, which mm -hmm. is uh, pretty powerful in telling the landscapes, uh, mm -hmm. the, the characters we wanted to, to, to present. And, um, and also maybe the style comes from that because through that camera we were able to use uh, photographic lenses mm -hmm. which give uh, you know a feeling of uh, cinema more than mm -hmm. uh, TV yeah uh, and that's uh, that's mostly the the, the key of the, the visual style yeah, yeah and a couple things you talked about there that I want to touch on you know it's it's quite uh, you have this feeling when you're watching this that you know um, and it's part of the, wise, the reason why I asked about the Indiegogo fundraising campaign is it has a, it, although it's really well professionally done and really beautifully shot and there's a lot of thought and consideration in, uh, in the cinematography um, as well as editing and post-production which is your background there, you, you almost have this feeling like I could embark on that kind of journey. Why don't I go find out about my great-grandfather, you know, probably uh, being from the the new world I'd, would be the other way around. Let's go back to yeah. Italy or mm -hmm. Scotland or England or France and uh, find out about some of my relatives or something yeah. like that. And it really is really effectively done, especially with your partner. And I'm going to forget her first name or last Irene. name. Vecchio. In, in, Vecchio. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. What was it? How do you pronounce your name? Vecchio Irene. I, Elena. Yeah. Elena. You know, just your journey uh, knocking on doors in Vancouver to go find out where he lived uh, and uh, going to visit museums in Victoria, Revelstoke, Vancouver, talking to historians there. It really is, uh, uh, you know, it seems like a really appropriate sub subject matter and, and uh, really accessible subject matter. And then it's yeah. all stitched together with the editing uh, that's, that's truly, truly fantastic and uh, was, was much more than I was ex expecting. I was really surprised. Yeah. Thanks. I, I think, yeah, the, the, at the beginning, during the, the edit, the, the plot of me and Irene mm. was a little bit weak. Mm -hmm. uh, but then we realized that the plot of two young people traveling uh, mm -hmm. across a country that they don't know, that was really helpful for the people that wanted to identify themselves, to put themselves in our shoes. So the second version of the edit had much more moments mm -hmm. of that. And, um, and that's something that makes people laugh during when they, when they, mm -hmm. when they watch the movie. We, we are very pleased that when we watch the reactions of the people, that after moments of reflection, moments of emotion, you have moments of laughter, mm -hmm. which is uh, something, you know, it's, it's about life, you know, it's, mm -hmm. not, on, it's not always uh, that we have to talk, think about um, death and stuff like that, trying to find reasons. There's sometimes moments of, uh, you know, lightness that mm -hmm. can help you go through the, the long way you have to, you mm -hmm. have in front of you. Mm -hmm. What did you learn about the, uh, the immigrant experience feeling did you take away from that? 
Well, um, I had uh, just a hint about how tough that life could have been mm -hmm. in those times. And when we interviewed uh, historians and uh, people that were able to shed a light on those mm -hmm. periods, that was just a big, big confirmation of uh, how harsh those times were. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the immigration experience is uh, something that could be summarized with uh, the word courage, mm -hmm. because it takes a lot of guts to go 9,000 kilometers away from your mm -hmm. home, especially when you don't have you know, text messages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At that time, you know, they really, really were heroes for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, even today, I think uh, immigrants, uh, that's, that's something that, like changing completely your habits, changing your, your style, your, your life, uh, mm -hmm. to give a hope, a better future to your family, is something that uh, as my profound admiration, especially in times like this where in Europe we are facing a, a big crisis uh, and the European countries are dividing okay. yeah. among mm -hmm. people, even people are inside the countries are dividing among those who want to open the doors mm -hmm. and who don't want to open the doors. And so now I think uh, Europe and North America are very well connected with this issue, mm -hmm. considering what's going on in, in your continent, in, uh, in the US about, uh, about immigration. So uh, that's something that really connected myself, mm -hmm. my past, the roots that I had, that, but that I had to rediscover with the life and the world I was living at the moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that one big connection between um, uh, old immigrants and new immigra immigrants, you know, uh, from all over the world, not, not only people that's coming to Canada or North America, it's, uh, and, and it, these things, it, um, it, com it emerges from the, from the documentary, is that uh, um, the feelings are the same. So the feelings that you, that you um, hear while Angelo is reading his letters, you know, the feeling as an immigrant, yeah. are the same feelings that we, um, that we um, heard by the people that we just interview, you know, uh, this, in these years that we were making the documentary, you know. Yeah. So even if the conditions of life are completely different, you know, because maybe you're not coming to work as a miner, but maybe you're coming to work as a graphic designer or whatever, yeah. uh, you come not with a boat, with a plane, and then you have WhatsApp, Skype to connect with your relatives and friends on the other part of the world. Anyway, the mm -hmm. feelings, the feelings of being, uh, of being lost, uh, yeah. uh, the problem with the language, the problem with, uh, with finding a job, mm -hmm. and um, all of these things are still the same, you know, mm -hmm. one century ago and, and today. Mm -hmm. You see some of that heart sickness and longing from, uh, as you mentioned, uh, the, the people you met, interviewed in Vancouver who had recently immigrated over, or one of the fellows was making yeah. wine in the basement because yeah. it's too expensive yeah. here. <laughs> and uh, uh, another woman, you know, talked about that directly you know even though you got skype it's you know it's that's not the same thing and certainly in uh, the letters that come out you have this uh, great feeling of longing and uh, distance and 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 love and you can really uh, it's very in a palpable very palpable sense you can feel that you can feel that distance because back then it would have been a you know, a coach, coach ride or a long train ride and a steamer ship for, you know, weeks to, yeah. to get back yeah. home. And it was uh, financially prohibitive. You know, you, people got here, they worked hard, but they weren't as successful as they had hoped to be. And just getting the ticket home uh, was a challenge, uh, yeah, let alone much. saving some money, uh, given the hard times there. Yeah, yeah there was a distance and timer to variables that we, we started with when we thought about how, how to approach the subject, how to approach the interviews. Mm -hmm. So the, the questions we asked to, the, to the, the interviewees were, what is distance for you? What is time for you? And that helped us understanding much better 
uh, how the differences with the with the past are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also because uh, consider one letter uh, at the time it took uh, maybe three weeks, mm-hmm. maybe something more to get to Vancouver, but then the letter had to climb through all the mm-hmm. you know the the railway, mm-hmm. and so one week more. So sometimes. Uh, they were working, Angelo was working in a post that was far away from Revelstoke mm-hmm. uh, and he had to walk, he, had, he could do it just once a week. So the letters, I, I think at the time the heart beat stronger, a bit faster because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one, once the letter arrived, you, you were, it was like a, the big event of the month for you. Yeah. It's not yeah. like today, you know, exactly. okay, I'm going to read this email later because I yeah. have to take a coffee. No way. I mean, and you that was the priority. You can see it in his beautiful handwriting in the letters, you know, yeah. they're perfectly, uh, perfectly laid out and just uh, amazing. And, and his words are also very, you know, passionate and, and full of emotion, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, yeah, it's not like a text saying, you know, uh, br- yeah. you, you bring milk or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, I want to wrap it up, but I want to make sure everyone knows about the details. So Revelstoke Performing Arts Center tonight, uh, Friday, May 12th uh, at uh, 7.30, I think it starts. Seven is maybe the doors or something like that. Yeah. And then you're going to be doing a and a Yes, yes. Right, after, right, after. Right, right after the show. So, yeah, I'd stay for that. And I just uh, do want to emphasize, I know I said it already two or three times already, but, you know, I was really surprised about how good this was. Um, and, uh, you know, and then that, that's backed up by the award wins and nominations and just showing people that it's really great. Uh, you won't be let down. You won't be disappointed. Uh, take, take my word on that. Uh, and I hope to see you uh, tonight. Uh, see you, I should say, tonight, uh, Leonardo. Uh, Nicola, thank you so much for doing thank this. You very and, much, yeah, and good thank luck you. on the rest of your uh, tour.